Glenn Biddle flying the plane for Double J and Eric. And in a dramatic turn of events, we will actually hear from Double J himself in the second segment. And his return to the airways will be most welcome. It's going to be great to hear from him today. So you're coming live to you from 1010 Family Values Radio in Arizona, also 1360 KHNC in northern Colorado. AllAmericanGold.com is the website, and our number is 800-951-0592. So yesterday we talked about the FDIC, you know, the program created out of the Depression to guarantee individual depositors that their deposits would be safe and secure. We listened to a 60 Minutes clip where the FDIC took control of a small five-branch independent bank, basically in secrecy, so as not to create a run on the bank. We learned that the FDIC has three options when dealing with a troubled bank. Number one, it can shut down and pay out the depositors, shut down the bank and pay them out. Number two, it can take over and run the bank itself. Or three, sell off the bank to another bank. And we also learned that the FDIC does not have enough money in its account to cover all the deposits in the United States. So if every bank went out of business, there's no way they could cover it. It's impossible. Okay. It's also backed by the full faith and credit of the United States government. So if the FDIC gets in trouble, it can always, you know, run to Uncle Sugar, you know, Uncle Sam, and and, uh, get basically a blank check on whatever it needs. Now, the way it funds itself is it charges individual banks a fee to create this account for the FDIC. Now, don't for a minute think that's coming out of the hide of the banks. They are passing that along to you in higher service fees. That's where the banks make their money. You know, you don't get the toaster anymore or the little calculator or whatever. When you open up an account, you just get fees. Trust me, everything's passed on to the consumer. It is, no one is, is going to absorb that. That's not, gonna, not the way it works. Okay. We also learned that the FDIC does not go after the too-big-to-fail banks. They get a special deal. Now, remember, that five that little independent branch, I think it was called Heritage, that was in that clip yesterday, they don't have a senator or, you know, Jay Powell on speed dial where they can say, hey, our bank's in trouble, can you, you know, cut us a check? Not happening. Maybe today it might with, the, with all this money that's awash, but back during, after the uh, Great Recession, it wasn't going to happen. Okay, so they, the big banks get a special deal. One, the Fed allows them to borrow at the Fed window. They can come in and they can pretty much borrow. That, that's one of those liquidity auctions that, that Joe and Eric were talking about earlier in the year. And that was a huge amount of money. That was, that was you know, overnight, overnight lending you know, to get them through to the next day or to get them through the next week, whatever they need to do to keep their liquidity going. That way, banks don't feel that they don't have to loan to other banks. They, they have that money that they can do it. The other thing is that... Um, you know, they can get a bailout. That's where they go directly to the Congress, and Congress just says, okay, what do you need? And they get the money. And that's what we're going to kind of focus on today is government bailouts. Um, Lots of – here's the thing. We have to kind of look at at the definition of economies, okay? So capitalism, obviously the means of production are owned by private individuals and private corporations. Government's supposed to stay out, laissez-faire, leave it alone, Okay. Some regulation, but not overarching regulation. In socialism, it's a sharing between the government and private individuals and private corporations, kind of like fascism, where the, you know the government controls different aspects of businesses and allows them to exist and make a profit. And then you have communism, and we're going to have to big air quotes here on communism, where the people own the means of production. Now, how many of you actually think the people actually get to uh, 
control the tractor company. People's Tractor Company, number one. No, the people don't own these means of production. The government owns the means of production. They determine what resources are going to be allocated, how many tractors are going to be made, centralized planning, okay, so that all the control is at the top. Okay. Glenn, let me cut, Glenn, not, let me let me cut in real quick here. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I'm not pretty sure Joe's going to be ready here in the next segment. I just want to jump in. Last week we had a great sale on those ten dollar libs. We are going to have a good special for you today. I, mean, I don't know if Joe's going to bring it in or not, but uh, Glenn and I will be selling this special. I want to do what we did last week because Wendy is limited as to how many phone calls she can take on her own since the office is still uh, quasi closed. Uh, the number to call, obviously, is 800-951-0592 if you want to jump on these specials. Gold is racing again today. It's settled above 1800 Now it's sitting uh, around 1820 so it's, it's, it's looking like the next leg up. Uh, silver's roaring and racing, 40 cents up. It's around 1880 so it's looking like $19 an ounce. Uh, the special we got, if you want to jump on it before we announce it, you can call that number, 800 951 0592, but we will also take orders here like we did last Thursday, uh, and that number is 970-587-5003. We'll answer as many calls as we can. Leave messages at either one of the numbers. We will get your orders. Uh, that number again is 970-587-5003. This is a great special we're going to be bringing to you on gold. Uh, and uh, look at the numbers. Gold and silver's going up in the news cycle. I mean, Glenn's giving it to you. So go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, exactly, Jason. I, when I checked the numbers this morning, uh, right before the show, gold was at eighteen twenty-two thirty, up twelve dollars, and silver was at nineteen ten, up forty cents. And that's a huge jump from yesterday in silver. Um, Joe always refers to silver as the little brother of gold, and it kind of does what it wants you know and, you know and it, it's kind of doing that right now so uh got to get in on that silver while you can silver's still a good buy no doubt about that okay and and gold um glenn tate talked about it last week he talked about normalcy bias you can't be that person that's st- i remember when gold was eight hundred dollars an ounce yeah well guess what it's not eight hundred dollars an ounce anymore so you got to deal with that. All right, when we come back, hopefully we're going to hear from Double J. I know everyone's excited to hear from him. I certainly am. Patriot Radio News Hour on a Wednesday. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour. This is Glenn Biddle, your substitute teacher, sitting in today. Once again, uh, 800-951-0592, allamericangold.com. Silver and gold are on a tear. Get in while you can. That normalcy bias of yesterday or last month or two months ago, got to get over it. Gold is what it is. Silver is what it is. Jump on it while you can. And without further ado, Joe, are you with us? Glenn, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. It's great to hear your voice. Um, wow. So it is. It, it has been quite a ride. Uh, I apologize. Uh, to all of our listeners out there, uh, but but uh, we are on the mend. Both Eric and I uh, got the coronavirus. Uh, I am one day out of the hospital. I was in the hospital uh, for the better part of a week. Um, Eric is in the hospital as we speak. Uh, please send your prayers out to him. Uh, but we are on the mend, uh, and and I just can't thank you guys enough for filling in for us. 
this is just it's a crazy crazy time that we're living in and, and you need to be ready for anything and everything and as i get healthier i will share my story with all of you uh it's it's quite fascinating i'm sure eric will end up doing the same as well uh but we had uh the office is semi-closed in phoenix uh we are doing business uh despite it all uh we're down there's only there's six people left in the metals plan that haven't been done uh and those were people you know that were on the bigger end of things and because i shut the office down uh, the goal isn't there yet. Wendy's going to be calling those six people. You guys are all going to ship next week. Uh, the metals plan completely done, even though, uh, you know, of what happened. Uh, we are starting to get the, uh, supply lines picked back up again as well. Uh, Jason and Glenn were talking about the special, uh, today. We've got one, uh, that they'll give to you. Uh, I'm getting a call from my doctor right now, so I guess I'm going to have to cut today a little short. But just know everything's happening, everything's coming. Uh, send your prayers to Eric and I, and just know this as well. Uh, gold, forget it, new all-time highs are coming, and, and just get ready for the new paradigm that's gold. I will be back tomorrow uh, and give you guys a, a bigger update on, on where we're headed, but I've got to take off. i got to grab this call. Glenn, thank you. Keep up the great work. Okay, Joe, great to hear from you. So glad you're on the mend. So glad that uh, Eric's doing good, too. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it, it definitely uh, it hits home. It's hit home here. I didn't know anybody that had coronavirus up until Joe got it. And my county, very small rural county, we've had 17 cases in my county. That's it. And I think we had one fatality that was early on. It was a guy that was like 88 years old, and he was in D.C. where it was a hotbed of coronavirus, and he got it, and he had underlying conditions, and he didn't make it. And But other than that, my area has not been affected by it. So, therefore, I have not – I've kind of gone on business as usual. And now that – and my doctor, who's a good friend of mine, he's been all over me. Like, you, have be, you better watch out. You know, you're 55 years old. You're on the top end of the of the age spectrum there. You know, it, it could hit you pretty hard. I'm like, uh, I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to, because I, I, but after hearing and understanding what's happened with Joe and Eric, definitely makes me think twice about things. Um, so, Glenn, I'll tell you, I'll, 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 I'll add something. What is known about coronavirus is, is, is not very well known. Uh, on our, our afternoon show yesterday, we had Dr. Bill Cunningham come on and talk about uh, how many factors and how many situations uh, can be fed into the coronavirus situation uh, for testing positive, negative, for getting it, for getting sick from something. Uh, one of the things he had mentioned which really caught me uh, strongly was with all of these viral things that break out every year, you know, you got SARS and all these other things over the, over the last couple of decades that break out, you know, swine flu and all this stuff, that it creates stuff in your system that matches very closely to what coronavirus is. You could have gotten SARS 15 years ago, and uh, suddenly you have uh, bits and pieces of what would be considered coronavirus floating around in your in your bloodstream. So you could go get tested and be positive for coronavirus, and you haven't received or gotten what is going on that's being passed around this past year. 
And I think Joe's going to have a lot of information about this stuff. I, I haven't had to t- I got to talk to him too much about this. But uh, this radio station here at KHNC uh, 1360 here in Johnstown, Colorado, we've got really good guys talking about this stuff. Uh, we've never said that there's not no such thing as a viral thing going around, but what we're being told is not true. And uh, I think Joe's going to have a, a very unique uh, perspective on it after going through it. Yeah, and you know, no better source than somebody that's been through it. Exactly right. Uh, I tell you, Jason, I've been watching Tucker Carlson, and I say this all the time. I, I'm not trying to say one person's better than another on TV, but as far as breath of fresh air goes, I've been watching a lot of Tucker Carlson, and he seems to have the most balanced view on all of this, uh, definitely from a, a First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment, just personal freedom standpoint, but also just... Um, having a good medical professional on cutting through the BS and just telling it like it is. And I, that's what I want to hear, you know, and, and yeah, coronavirus, if you look at a Lysol can, it talks about this kills coronavirus, which is, you know, a lot of different things, which could be cold and flu and, you know, that, that stuff. So, yeah. So the coronavirus COVID-19 or whatever they want to call this. Yeah. That's, that's a thing. That's a strain, whatever, but there's also lots of other coronaviruses out there that, that, will show up and uh, i heard something very interesting today on the radio where when when they are doing this contact tracing let's say they come to my house and they ask me uh have you you or anyone in your family had coronavirus no okay how about headaches or sniffles yes oh you're a probable did you know that your neighbor had coronavirus now you're a probable right it's, okay, so so it's just technically, I've been pregnant three times, Jason. I've been pregnant three times because my wife has been in the same house with me who's pregnant, yet I'm associated with it, and and that's the argument they're throwing back at these people. These numbers are not right. Well, it's also and, setting up a system, know, Glenn, of, of yeah. control. If they want to uh, have you locked up at home, then they simply say, "Look, we've got we've got evidence that you've been around coronavirus, so now you must stay home." It, it, it just—it's not that they're going to enforce anything; it's just that they want the ability to enforce. Uh, you talked about Carl uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, I remember around the, the time of 9/11, he started uh, talking a little bit about, what, "Well, was the U.S. government involved? Did, did they have knowledge of this?" It does, you know, and he started looking at uh, uh, how how the, the planes may not have been the only way those buildings came down. And uh, he, he made the comment, which is, is kind of, you can give this to coronavirus. It, it's blasphemous to suggest anything other than the narrative that's in the news, that uh, that 9-11 was possibly an inside job, that somebody else had something to do with it than just guys on a plane. The same thing is, is with coronavirus. You know, it, there is a, a narrative in place. There's a control situation. Uh, there's going to be a market collapse coming next year. In my mind, it's going to be very disastrous. And they're going to need a big, fat finger to point away from the bankers and the elite corporate interests. And it's going to be coronavirus. And uh, this contact tracing you're talking about, Glenn, this is just one of the tools in the toolbox to control the population. But voluntary blood testing, they're going around door to door uh, asking for blood samples to see if you've had coronavirus or if you've had the antibodies. And and they say it's completely voluntary. The thing is, what are they doing with your blood once they take your blood? What what safeguards or controls are on that? And uh, so it, it opens up this whole Pandora's box of how much control are you willing to give up in the name of safety? Uh, Benjamin Franklin said those who give up total safety for total security usually end up with neither. 
and that is a pro- that's something we have to deal with. Ladies and gentlemen, you've seen what's happened after 9-11 with the USA Patriot Act, how the government can get uh, basically uh, national security letters, which are sh- short of a warrant, and can come in and search. You know, they can go look, go to a bookstore and say, what, what kind of books is this Glenn Biddle reading or a library? Uh, they can they can get their warrant after the fact on you. That that totally violates the Constitution. And, and if you look at the, I think when the vote was taken, maybe two people voted against it in in the you know in Congress because who can who can who can not vote for the USA Patriot Act? And that's a big acronym for you know the the, the whole program. But there we are. So you never very seldom get all those liberties back. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, that's where we are. And, and that's why this audience is so in tune with what's going on. Uh, now we have, a, we have a, a first-person witness that can tell us what's actually his experience. When Joe comes back and is on the men and starts telling us what's going on with coronavirus, I would be interested in knowing if he got the hydro, hydroxychloroquine, the, the, uh, the malaria drug, and the Z-Pak, the zithromycin, and the zinc. I mean, because everything... There's a study that just came out this week. Remember that when uh, when it first came out, it was yeah, that's a that's a good drug, and then it was poo pooed. No, you can't have that. And now another study came out from uh, the Ford doctors that say it's actually legit. So, who knows? Uh, that's what I'd like to see. I tell you what, if I was sick, I'd want them to throw everything at, at the kitchen sink at this disease to try to fight it if I got it. So, absolutely, Glenn. Let's take. I'm going to take that. a stab at this. Uh this special we're gonna we're gonna hit this a couple times yeah, let's hear it uh, let's let's talk about this this gold special i'm gonna remind you 800-951-0592 uh, we got silver which this isn't a silver special but you know you're looking at metals uh hitting levels that are progressively going up uh silver is at 1882 at the moment uh, it'll, it could you know obviously bounce around but it's it's going up i got gold at 1820 it it got above eighteen yesterday and just sat there like a rock. It wouldn't go back down into the seventeen hundreds like it's been doing for about a month or two. It's then gone up another twenty bucks this morning uh, at around eighteen twenty an ounce. So we uh, we got a special. These are uh, these are not the, the regular circulated twenty dollar gold pieces. This is a, a leg up. They're, they're called XF twenty dollar libs. What it means is, is these weren't cleaned. These weren't circulated quite as heavily. These are, are, are nice. They're not AU or, or mint state, but they are nice $20 libs. So you get a little extra uh, as, as far as the look of the coin. They're nicer. And we're going to sell these $20 liberties at $2,040. And the way gold has been racing, this is uh, this is a low price for this coin. I mean, we can't the 1995, which we would have <clears throat> been selling them at, that's just not going to happen if gold keeps doing what it's doing uh we could have in theory if things keep moving the way they are it could we could be looking at 2100 on these in 20 2150 very quickly uh so the, the number to call is 800-951-0592 i'll uh, i'll take phone calls here at uh 970-587-5003 myself or my help here my mom We'll uh, take phone calls uh, if we start getting a bunch of them in. I highly suggest you guys jump on this stuff as, as, as things are moving. We're getting close to the, the wacky political season that's coming up, and I don't see uh, a large dip in gold or silver uh, this year. I, 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 if anything, it'll, it'll hold pat. But right now it's going up. $20 XF, extra fine <clears throat> $20 liberties at $2,040. Uh, get, get, get on this special. Get on it right now. So, Glenn. 
Yeah, so that that's a great special. Um, uh, obviously, those premiums are going to go up as more demand hits for this gold. So, uh, like 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 we said, the normalcy bias of if you're just going to sit there and not buy because gold used to be eight hundred dollars, well, guess what? You're not buying any gold. You need to jump on this, get through the normalcy bias, and figure out that this is not the new normal. But and, this and Glenn, is a let trend me let, let me let me add this, Glenn. You know? in, in August, in just August of eighteen, which is that's that's less than two years ago. Gold spot was sitting at eleven seventy four. It's happening and it's happening now. You know, eleven seventy four. Yeah. We're sitting at eighteen twenty. It's it's there's right. there's been no down in gold. It's been up up up. It's it's less than two years. You're looking at seven hundred dollars almost in, in gold going up. So that's going to continue and it's going to accelerate by next year. Glenn, go ahead. Exactly right. Hey, when we come when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about government bailouts. We have a pretty cool clip for you. Some computerized bears talk about Ben Bernanke. It's going to be fun. We'll be right back. Patriot Radio News Hour. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The United Nations claims to be in the business of world peace, but sometimes it seems like they're only in the business of justifying their own existence and the billions of dollars they soak up every single year. The official UN Twitter account recently contributed to world peace, I suppose, by chastising men and women who use so-called gendered words, words like mankind, manpower, and firemen. Instead of using those words, we're supposed to use gender-neutral words like humankind, workforce, and firefighter. If that isn't obnoxious enough, the caption bearing the hashtag Generation Equality instructs us to help create a more equal world by using gender-neutral language if you're unsure of someone's gender. If the UN thinks calling someone a representative rather than a businessman is the best way to make the world more equal, they aren't exactly shooting for the stars, are they? The absurdity of this whole situation would be funny if it weren't so sad. The UN tells us to use the word spouse instead of husband or wife. But can anyone really imagine a future where the minister says, I now pronounce you spouse and spouse? That's the United Nations idea of equality at its finest. Interestingly, they say not to call someone a congressman. The most obvious synonym for congressman is representative. But don't forget that representative is the politically correct alternative to businessman. Left with no other option, the U.N. tells us to start calling your congressman a legislator. Of course, then you can't talk about your congressman and your senator in the same sentence without sounding redundant. If this is what it takes to not be sexist, the English language is in serious trouble. I don't want to make it seem like there's no real sexism for the United Nations to fight. I'd be totally on board if the U.N. decided to campaign against the scourge of human trafficking, the blight of pornography, or the oppression of women in Islam. These are all very real threats to the well-being of women around the world. However, the United Nations would rather spend our valuable resources fighting over the right or wrong words instead of fighting over what's right or wrong. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. You've seen the desperation of women's marches, the disgrace of Planned Parenthood, the rise of savvy young conservative women. Radical feminism is heading down a dead-end road. Voice your opinion on what's really important to women at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 
And welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour on a hump day. It was so good to hear from Joe last segment. Um, we're so happy that he is on the mend, and we'll probably hear some more from him as he gets better. He's going to let us know, you know what his experience was, and that's going to be good, good to hear. Um, so we're talking about bailouts. Now, <laughs> so if, if, if you or I, we have a problem with our finances, you know, we're, we're not going to be able to pick up the phone and call Jay Powell and, and have money sent to our account. That doesn't happen that way. Although if you're a too-big-to-fail bank, I think it's pretty easy, okay? You, these guys are probably in a big group chat texting back and forth to each other, like, hey, send me a couple trillion or billion. I need it, you know, just cover me for the week. That's how it works. Uh, there's two, two sets of rules for the system in this, in this world. And, and, you know, as George Carlin says, it's a, it's a cool club and you're not in it. And unfortunately, that's the case. So we have this little clip we want to play for you. It's two computerized bears talking back to, and forth to each other. It's a, it's a computerized voice, so you need to understand that going into it. And they are act, they, the one bear is explaining to the other bear how bailouts work, and the other bear is like, but that's not right. That's not fair. And the other, the other bear is like, yeah, that's right. So, Jason, could you play that? start that clip, please? Did you hear about the bailouts? No, what about the bailouts? The governments have announced the taxpayers will make money on the bailouts. Should I believe them? Depends. Do you believe the politicians are honest? No. Do you believe the bankers are fair? No. Do you believe that the 2 plus 2 equals pink? No. I definitely do not believe that the 2 plus 2 equals pink. Then you should not believe we'll make money on the bailouts. But how could the governments claim such a thing? by conveniently ignoring the backdoor bailouts. What is a backdoor bailout? A backdoor bailout is like any other bailout, except the government's lie and say it wasn't a bailout. But what was the main bailout? The main bailout was the TARP program. What is the TARP program? A program where the governments used the taxpayer dollars to buy the shares in the banks. Why did they buy the shares? Because they said the banks were too big to fail, and if they failed, there would be too many foreclosures, and no new mortgages. So after the governments bought the shares, did the banks stop the foreclosures? No. Did they give the mortgages? No. So what did they do with the money? They used it to buy other banks. But weren't they already too big to fail? Yes. So now they are too big or to fail? Exactly. Which banks are too big or to fail? The biggest are the J.P. Morgan Chase Bear Stearns Washington Mutual and the Bank of America Countrywide Merrill Lynch. What about the Goldman Sachs? Did they buy another bank? No. Why not? Because when you already own the U.S. government, you don't need to buy any more banks. After the other banks became too big or to fail, did they stop the foreclosures? No. Did they give the mortgages? No. Did they do anything at all? One executive at the Bank of America Countrywide Merrill Lynch paid the bill on his $70,000 desk. My God, is this a corrupt third world country? Definitely not. How could you be so sure? Because nobody in a third world country would be stupid enough to spend $70,000 on a desk. Is this executive still at the Bank of America Countrywide Merrill Lynch? No, he is now the CEO of the CIT. What is the CIT? The CIT is a failed lending company. How could a failed company hire a new CEO? Because they also got billions in the bailouts. Do these people have no shame? When you constantly get the bailouts, you don't care about the shame. What was the main backdoor bailout? The biggest was the bailout of the AIGs. Why did they bail out the AIGs? 
because the AIGs had borrowed billions from the banks, and if they went under the banks would lose too much money. And after the bailout, how much did the banks lose? Nothing. How is that possible? Because the governments decided the taxpayers should pay for all the bank's mistakes. Which bank did the AIGs owe the most money to? The Goldman Sachs. So despite its poor decision to lend too much money to a failed company, the Goldman Sachs did not lose a penny? Actually, the Goldman Sachs probably profited from the failure of the AIGs. How could someone profit from the downfall of one of their biggest clients? Because while the Goldman Sachs was lending money to the AIGs, it was also making a secret bet that they would go under. My god, is this some kind of science fiction movie, like the Star Wars? No. How do you know? Because the evil empire in the Star Wars was fiction, but the evil empire, that is the Goldman Sachs, is very real. But weren't the American people outraged? Hey, Glenn, I'm just going to jump in just for a second. Donald Trump has three Goldman Sachs bankers in his cabinet, and with all the cabinet shakeups of his uh, administration, those three guys are still there. And uh, Wilbur Ross, our Commerce Secretary, all those guys, Glenn, I, I just had to throw that in because Goldman Sachs was, oh, was, yeah, was terrible. It, it, that, that, that's exactly right. And, beca and it's a revolving door, Jason, between government, private business, and the Federal Reserve. It's a re it's, they basically just go from position to position to position. And obviously, uh, it's same thing in the defense industry. Where, you know, you're a general, and then you retire, and then you go work for a defense contractor. And, and, you know, and then, obviously, you have your ties to government. It's, it's a, once again, it's the system. It's the system that's not working for us the people it's working for the big people right and when you turn so, your, when you turn your and, tv on what you see is all-star wrestling you see this back and forth infighting in the government and pro-trump and anti-trump and really what it comes down to is we vote they win because they're all tied together with these banks and these uh, globalists yes exactly the goal uh, aig got 67 billion in the in the original bailout 67 billion okay uh goldman sachs got 10 billion Obviously, they didn't need as much. I guess they were shorting their AIG. Is that, is that what you get from that, that clip there? I mean, it's crazy. That's like George Soros shorting the dollar, betting on the United States to fail. I mean, it, it's incredible how these banks get away with it. And, uh, you know, the big club, the just industry, like you said, it's the big club, Glenn. They're all a part of the big club. And, you're and they, not, they watch right, each other's you're not backs. In it. That's the Right, it's the big club to hit you over the head with, as, as George Carlin says. Uh, yeah, so when the auto industry came in for their bailout, they flew in on private jets, and they actually got called out on this big time. And like, how can you come in here and ask for money when you flew in on a private jet? And like, but if you don't bail us out, we're, we're going to go out of business. It's going to be huge losses. And then they had to worry about uh, bonuses to their to their upper echelon employees. And they ended up calling them something else like incentives so that they wouldn't – oh, it was just – it's so insidious how these things work, Jason. It's well, and, and Glenn, and, we're, we're headed towards a, a very similar situation with the fall of the Roman Empire. And when and the Dark Ages was centuries of, of gloom and doom economically. And what you had was lords and peasants. Peasants toiled around and worked all day long just to have a, a shelter and food. And they worked for the lords. And when someone came in, because there was no Roman Empire to defend anybody, that's why they built these castles, so that when these barbarian hordes that were just going to basically uh, you know, be locusts and just feed off the land, uh, the peasants would go into the castle and defend the lords while their property and anything else that was going on that they cared about would be destroyed and stolen from and, and pillaged. And then uh, once the hordes of 
Vikings would leave. Then they would uh, go rebuild everything, and that's what it went on for centuries. And that's what we're that's what you're describing, Glenn, is lords and peasants. They fly in on their planes and ask for more money, right, Glenn? And they get it, and they get it. Uh, that's just the way it works. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. I've got a scorecard of who got how much money, and it's not their money; it's our money, taxpayer money that's borrowed at interest in your name. We'll be right back, Patriot Radio News Hour. A lot of money. It adds up. And welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour, 800 Just to reiterate that special today, we have XF $20 Liberties at 2040, 2040. Um, Paul Wendy, uh, remember, she is. Uh, Manning the phones from home, 800-951-0592. If you get a, a message, just leave a message if, if you get the answering machine. Also, Jason, can you give your number again so that they can contact uh, Colorado if possible? Absolutely. If you came in late, uh, this gold special is great, especially considering gold uh, went above 1800 yesterday and then advanced again today by 20 bucks. Uh, gold at $1,820 right now. Uh, the phone number, if if you uh, I know, if you're impatient like me, I like to get someone on the phone, make sure my order is in. Uh, between Wendy getting the orders in on her end, uh, if you if you get the at management machine there, you can call nine seven zero five eight seven five zero zero three. It's the KHNC business line. We, we can take your order there also. But uh, jump on gold, uh, jump on it when you got the, when you got the bread and you're ready to. To, to convert into gold, this is this. It was spot price in August, less than two years ago, was eleven seventy four. <clears throat> we are at eighteen twenty. Uh, it's just going to keep going. Uh, Joe just announced that we're going to hit record highs. He's absolutely right. Every other country in the world already has gold at record highs. It's been there for a year and a half. So we are there. It's going there, uh, and uh, you, you got to get prepared. You got to protect yourself. You know you can't control what the Federal Reserve does or the government or the world, but you can uh, you can control what's going on in your own household and you can protect yourself as best you can. So 800-951-0592 is also Wendy's number. Glenn? Yeah, so we're talking about bailouts today. And uh, three movies, if you get the chance to watch them. Uh, one is The Big Short. Uh, that That's a great star from the... Uh, the office in it yeah then there's one called margin call which is also excellent is that the kevin spacey one uh i'm not i don't know yes it is it is the kevin spacey yeah where he's got to sell all the bank's assets in one morning glenn let let me step in i just let me say one thing if you're watching the big short you could actually pause the movie at the part where the sell-off happens towards the end of the movie you could actually pause the big short right there Put in margin call and watch that because margin call happens basically over one day of selling off by this big corporate giant that wants to cover their butts. And uh, you, you could actually, you know, actually watch the big short when it gets to the sell-off part of of the economy. There, you could watch margin call to see what it's like when these big corporate giants decide to to cover their backsides and uh, rip off everyone around them, and then finish off the big short. But that, that's that's one way to watch it, Glenn. That I've done. It's it's really effective. Yeah, exactly. And the Big Short talks about all the liar loans. You know, if you could fog a mirror, you could get a loan. It had uh, strippers down in Florida that were that had twenty houses, and they had no idea that their their interest rate was going to go up 
you know, it, it was an adjustable rate, and there's no way they were going to be able to cover it. You had two surfer guys that were in real estate selling all these and financing all these loans, and they're like, yeah, man, we're just making money. And then the, the third movie is The Last Days of Lehman. That was the sacrificial lamb on Wall Street. That was the one that... that uh, they didn't have a chair, musical else. chairs. They, they didn't have a chair to sit down yeah. on. They didn't have a chair. They were bought for pennies on the dollar, and the, the, everyone just picked at their carcass. So basically, bailouts essentially nationalized companies, and that is a form of socialism. Now, didn't Donald Trump tell us that we'll never be a socialist country? Well, we've been doing bailouts for quite a while now. Okay, Government picks winners and losers. Uh, government, There's government subsidies. This is already stuff that's already handed out. And corporate welfare. Then there are tax breaks and tax incentives. So when GM had issues, uh, the government took them over and basically said, you're going to produce the Chevy Volt, and you have no choice in it. And, uh, that, and that's what happened. So just to take a look at, at some of these numbers, get, get out a calculator. If you have your, your, cell, your cell phone, get to the calculator button. Just start adding these numbers up. So there was one separate bailout right off the bat for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. These are the government-sponsored entities which pretty much control the majority of, of mortgages or back them up in the United States. So Fannie Mae got $119 billion and Freddie Mac got $71 billion. Now, just so, for reference, a billion is a thousand million. So they got $119,000 million and a $71,000 million, $71, million. That's a lot of money when you think of it that way, right? AIG, we talked about $67 billion. General Motors, $50 billion, which they claim they paid back, but they didn't. Bank of America, $45 billion. Citigroup, $45 billion. J.P. Morgan Chase, Twenty-five billion. Wells Fargo, with the number one bank that has the most Better Business Bureau complaints, twenty-five billion. GMAC, which is now Ally Bank, sixteen billion. Goldman Sachs, ten billion. Morgan Stanley, ten billion. PNC, seven billion. Capital One, what's in your wallet, three billion. Regions Bank, three billion. American Express, three billion. Branch Banking and Trust (BBT) three billion. Bank of New York Mellon, $3 billion. BlackRock, that's one of those uh, big investment banks, $1.5 billion. This is just 10% of the website that I found this on. It's uh, ProPublica.com. I typed in bailouts, and uh, that, that was one of the top hits, ProPublica.com. That's where I found this information. So if you add those up, I didn't add them up, but that's a lot of money. Okay, and, I added and them not, up. <laughs> oh, what was it? Thanks. Uh, I got uh, six six hundred and sixteen billion is just what you just uh, rambled off. Wow, and, and well, that's just the big guys. These are the two big to fail guys. There's lots of other. I mean, there's probably thirty or forty more on that spreadsheet of of lesser known companies that got you know it's the same same amounts you know like in the three to five billion range so yeah it's it's well how much you say 60 some billion? 616 billion 600. which is well over a half yeah. trillion right right so it's it, when you add all those other companies it's got to be over a trillion okay and but you know trillion billion used to be a big deal okay now it's not trillion is now a big deal and i've heard reference that when we get to quadrillion that number's just going to roll off people aren't going to have a big issue with quadrillion because it does, no one's heard it that much yet but it's an awful lot of money ladies and gentlemen and it's our money taxpayer money spent in your name and you have no say in it we'll be right back final segment coming up patriot radio news hour on a hump day 
And welcome back to the final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Our special today, XF, $20 Liberties, $2,040. Jason, once again, that phone number up in Colorado at our second way to get with us. Absolutely. The main number is good, 800-951-0592. If you're new to the program, you're looking at gold and craziness, it's 800-951-0592. But... With our shortage of staff and our, our quasi-closed office in Arizona, uh, we'll, help, uh, we'll help out Arizona and Wendy uh, with her limited ability to, to answer multiple phones. Uh, we will take calls at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. $20XF Liberties. These are not circulated. Uh, lower lower grade circulated. These are XF, uh, more lightly circulated, nice coins, not cleaned. You know, really just uh, a step up. Uh, if if we had jewelry, you know, just you know, circulated regular gold coins, we'd be selling them at the same price. So for you're getting the XF for free. Uh, gold has been moving. It's at eighteen hundred and twenty dollars. This is a great special jump on. So I suggest you get on the phone. Yeah, so, so Jason, I put that uh, list, the complete list of bailout recipients up on our 1360 KHNC Facebook page. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you get a chance, jump over there and take a look at it. Like us, follow us. Uh, we're, that's a huge platform now that's growing by leaps and bounds. Um, so, yeah, you can take a look at the big list because I tell you what, it is unbelievable. And once again, I, I keep stressing this. It's done in your name. It is money that is that's being borrowed at interest and we have to pay for it we tell you to go to the debt clock all the time and take a look at this stuff i mean we're not we're not you know beating a dead horse here we're just trying to awareness 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 you know don't have your head in i know this this audience does not have its head in the sand but tell your friends that maybe have their head in the sand go to the debt clock take a look at what's going on take a look at that bailout list i mean and and now the bailout list if you go to the drudge report right now and look at who got money it is unbelievable who got money. People that didn't need it, that got it, and uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. So, well, and what? I mean, take that back. Uh, stuff that a year ago was unbelievable is now completely believable. So, yeah, but, and Glenn, you know, money, money is an idea, and an idea can be corrupted. Gold is a commodity; it is not going. It's not corruptible. It's an, it's simply a commodity. You can hold it in your hand. It doesn't lie to you. An ounce of gold is an ounce of gold. Uh, they say they're going to give this much billions of this guy, this much billions of that guy. Who knows what's going on in between the you know, two billion dollars? I can ima- I can't imagine how much corruption can go on with just two billion dollars, let alone the six hundred sixteen you rambled off last segment. Yeah, exactly. And there's no counterparty risk to having physical gold. If you're in the paper gold market, you have total counterparty risk because. That you're buying paper, and oh yeah, it's backed up by gold at the comics. Oh, is it? Because we know silver's oversold on the on the paper comics market. Way if everyone took physical delivery of their of their silver contract, there's no way they could pay it back. Yep. So, buy something that you can put in your hand, you can put it in your safe, lock it away where you know where it is. Have that that hedge against inflation. It's it's just common sense in these crazy times that we're living in. Not these uncertain times, like all those stupid commercials play, but be your own central banker. All we can say, except $20 Liberties, 2040. Give us a call, 800-951-0592. With Austin from here, to, from Joe today, 
hear from him in the future. So thanks a lot for listening in, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow we might talk about The Wizard of Oz. It's not a children's story. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow.